Are you trying to get a winning edge in sports betting? Look no further than SteadyPicks.com and SteadyPicks Radio. Our team at SteadyPicks provides data, analysis, and insights to help you become a better sports better. Best of all, SteadyPicks is 100% free. A SteadyPicks membership gives you access to all of the SteadyPicks system bets, our expert hosts' best bets, and our special guest picks. Head over to our website, www.steadypicks.com, sign up for free, and start winning. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Nothing But Net on Steady Picks Radio. Today is Monday, August 9th. We are continuing our 32-episode series on all 32 NFL teams. We begin the AFC today. We have completely wrapped up the NFC, finishing the NFC West last week, and we begin with the AFC East this week to get the AFC kicked off before we get the business. Just want to make sure that you are following everybody that you need to be. Follow me on Twitter at Dan says that follows steady picks at get steady picks. Go to steadypicks.com, sign up for their membership. It is 100% free. You can't afford not to. Daily system plays across all sports, baseball, basketball, football, hockey, your big weekend events such as golf, UFC, and much, much more. I'm, Pretty confident that I saw that the steady pick system for baseball has been profitable for seven straight days. Very impressive if you're just making their basic plays for baseball over the last week. You would have made a profit every single one of those days. And again, that membership is free. So none of that profit would be going to paying for the picks being given to you. It really is that simple. It isn't that simple for the New York Jets. That's who we're talking about today. 2-14 and 14 last year, last in the AFC East. And while there's a little bit of reason to be more optimistic this season, there's not a lot. A lot of uh, changing pieces here for good and for bad for the Jets. And the draft, while impressive, gives you a little bit more hope long-term, I think, than immediate impact this season not not any fault of their own. That's generally just how the draft goes. But it does feel like a, a few of the guys they got while the upside is very much there that it still may take some time to get acclimated. Let's get into the New York Jets draft this season. Clearly, the guy everybody talking about, quarterback Zach Wilson, picked number two overall behind Trevor Lawrence. He is the most ready-now quarterback other than Lawrence, so there's no issue there. He has a great arm. He can make all the crazy, unorthodox throws that have made guys like Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes legends. But those guys are also physical specimens, have have proven that they can hang in the NFL. And one of the big questions for Zach Wilson is going to be, can he actually stand back there and take the beating that the NFL gives you? And especially when you consider being the quarterback of the New York Jets. He's only 6'2", 214. For the modern quarterback, that's pretty small. And he's not the most elusive guy either to be one to avoid taking that beating to an extent when you think of guys like Mike Vick, you think of a guy even like Jalen Hurts who's around that size but is is more mobile. Wilson's certainly mobile but not known as, as necessarily a running quarterback uh, you could look at Kyler Murray you could look at Russell Wilson those type of guys who can use their athleticism to to try and avoid the physicality a little bit I don't know that Zach Wilson's necessarily going to be able to do that so then the question is can he be durable enough 
to take the beating as a, a bit more of a pocket passer than maybe some of those guys, and also dealing, again, with, with being on the New York Jets. So the offensive line is getting better there. This may not be the season that you see it, but it's definitely getting. They have picked an offensive lineman in the first round in back-to-back drafts. They had another first-round pick this year, pick number 14, which they traded up for to draft Elijah Vera Tucker, who was the top-rated guard in the draft. So cost them a little bit of capital to go up and get, but it's really important if you think Zach Wilson is the guy that you get him the protection. And last year they went offensive line in the first round. This year they go offensive line in the first round. So trying to establish that, they always say you build your teams in the trenches. So through the draft, they're trying to improve the offensive line. We'll talk later about what they did in free agency to try and improve on the defensive side as well. They went offense their first four picks. So in round two, they picked wide receiver Elijah Moore, who has a ton of speed, is just a guy you get the, the ball in his hands. You can compare that to a guy like a Tyree Kill. You can even go to a maybe like a Cordero Patterson type guy you can use on jet sweeps and, and screens and things like that. You just want him running with the ball and being elusive. In the fourth round, they go running back Michael Carter, who is a, a, a power back despite his size, uh, third down back kind of guy, but they're hoping they can use him in other situations. Averaged eight yards a carry uh, in his last year in college, so he could definitely rack it up. But again, concerns about size and, and durability also kind of lie with him. He's 5'8", 200. So uh, third down back definitely seems safe. They'll see if they can get more out of him. The running back by committee approach looks to be in, in the cards for the New York Jets this season. No clear cut number one, but a lot of talent. And it'll just kind of depend on who the hot hand is. It probably looks like between... Michael Perrine, Tevin Coleman, Michael Carter, who we just talked about, and Ty Johnson as well. So there, there, there's definitely ways you can utilize all of these guys, and their different skill sets. The only problem is you only really have one, maybe two of them on the field at the same time. But a lot of options for Zach Wilson between the receiving core and the running back core. A little weak at, at the tight end position, but... The receiving core is definitely improved, and you hope that with all that talent at running back, somebody can emerge as at least a a sort of number one option out of that backfield. We move on to free agency. The big name for the Jets in free agency was acquiring Carl Lawson, an edge rusher from Cincinnati in free agency, signed him to a three-year $45 million contract. Pro Football Focus graded him 14th out of 108 edge rushers and 8th in pass rushing. He had 34 quarterback hurries, 20 stops. He had 64 quarterback pressures, which was 4th in the NFL according to Pro Football Focus. So, had a great season, really came on the scene at that point, and then gets paid right away. It'll be interesting to see if he can keep that up and in a new environment, in a new defense, and without a lot of help around him because the Jets' defense is definitely not really anything special at this point. As far as other additions of free agency, trying to bolster the defense, safety LaMarcus Joyner was added. We talked about Carl Lawson on the offensive side of the ball. They add right tackle Morgan Moses, wide receiver Corey Davis, running back Tevin Coleman, wide receiver Keelan Cole, and left guard Dan Feeney. So a lot of additions in free agency, but a few solid names for them left as well. 
when you talk about Bershad Perriman, Neville Hewitt, Henry Anderson, Jordan Jenkins, and most notably quarterback Sam Darnold, who went to Carolina. Looking ahead to the Jets' futures odds. To win the Super Bowl, plus 15,000. Yeah, no, not going to happen. They are only ahead of the Lions and the Texans. I would give Detroit a better shot only because of Jared Goff, and that's not saying much. If you've been listening to this show, know my opinion on Jared Goff. But to win the AFC, plus 7,500, only ahead of Houston. They're behind the Cincinnati Bengals. Again, not a chance. To win the AFC East, plus 2,500. That's absurd for the division, but that's how bad this team is, and it's how good the Bills are for what it's worth. They're last in the AFC East as far as odds to win it. Not going to happen. Over under six wins, I was amazed that it was this high, and then I was more amazed to find out that the over is the favorite at minus 120. I am so in on the under here. They can be better than last year, and they can go 5-12 and 12 very easily. The division is better than people think outside of them. New England will be competitive. I don't think they're a playoff team, but you know that they're not getting their ass kicked very often. The Dolphins are good. The Dolphins are probably going to be pretty good, and they may fight for a playoff spot. And then you have the Bills, who I already have come out and said I think win the most games in the regular season. So just the division alone is going to beat you up. So even money on under six wins, I'm all for it. And you get the push on six. So they would have to go seven and ten for you to lose this. I there's I don't see it. I really don't see it. Two and fourteen last season, even with some minor upgrades, it, it's not a five win difference. I I truly don't see it, and I'm all in on under six wins at plus 100, even money. To make the playoffs, no, minus 800, of course. Yes, plus 550, not a chance. Looking at the team's specials, I was about to not even look because I said there's no way anything on, on this team is actually going to entice me. But I found one that I think is actually pretty safe, and it falls at plus 300, so great value, and I think it, it definitely could happen for sure. And it's Zach Wilson over 21.5 regular season touchdowns combined with Denzel Mims over 699.5 regular season receiving yards at plus 300. So you need the number two overall pick who should start week one to throw 22 touchdowns in 17 games. And yes, you're assuming he makes it through all of them. But other than injury, I don't think his job is going to be any bit in jeopardy. I think he's going to have security for at least this season. So you need him to play the 17 games, maybe. I mean, that's not even a a touchdown and a half a game. A touchdown and a half a game puts you at like 25-ish. Even if he misses one or two games, it's not out of the realm of possibility that this happens. And even if he has some clunkers, it's not out of the realm of possibility that this happens. And Denzel Mims, who's listed as the number two receiver for 700 yards in 17 games, it's not much. It doesn't take very much. I think the offense is going to be... Better than people think, which isn't saying much. It will still be bad. But I think the defense is really what concerns me here. I don't have to worry about the defense here. And if anything, the defense being bad means they're going to be playing behind, which means they're going to throw. So I think there's a lot of opportunity here. I I really like this. This is actually one of the better team specials I, I think I've seen so far, just because a lot of them require 
guys that have like career years. They require guys to have a thousand receiving yards. You're asking for for guys to go over a thousand rushing yards to score almost double digit touchdowns. This is seven hundred receiving yards and twenty two passing touchdowns in the modern NFL with an extra game added on. So I'm all in on this. Zach Wilson over twenty one and a half regular season touchdown passes. Combined with Denzel Mims, over 699.5 regular season receiving yards at plus 300. We're also taking the under of six wins at plus 100. So those are our two bets for the Jets. Make sure you tune in the rest of the week to find out our thoughts on the rest of the AFC East. And again, we will do the entire AFC as we wrap up this 32-episode series on the entire NFL, getting you ready for football season. We have official preseason football this week. Thursday night, we had the Hall of Fame game last week, which was an absolute mess. Didn't even find myself watching it, and I'm thankful. But preseason football, again, not great. Not touching it. For the love of God, don't bet it. Please don't bet it. But I'll watch it. I'll watch week one preseason football. I am I am that low. I am down that bad. If you're not, I respect it. But I'm there. I'm ready. I'm tuning in. And get yourself acclimated with with everything before you get into the regular season. And not only by watching the preseason games, but by listening to nothing but net on Steady Picks Radio and the other Steady Picks shows, which I'm sure have already talked some football and will all be gearing more towards as we are all big on football. So if you are looking for football content, you will definitely find plenty of it at Steady Picks. Again, make sure to go to SteadyPicks.com, sign up for the free membership. Make sure you're following me on Twitter at Dan Says That Steady Picks on Twitter at Get Steady Picks. Check out the other shows on the station and also make sure that if you cannot check out the shows live, you can find them the same day in podcast form. Just look up Steady Picks on whatever podcast app you use. Subscribe, give us a five-star rating, a review, all of that fun stuff. It is much appreciated. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great day. Good luck. We'll be back tomorrow to continue talking the AFC East. Thanks. Take care.